0: I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair question. It's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen, and it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair quest quest question. Hello there, I am Vic Cohen, and it is always a fair question here. And it is a, an incredibly special show. Um, since I've been doing this show for over a year, I have always wanted to do what we are about to do this evening. We are called, the studio where I broadcast from is called Skid Row Studios. And the reason it is called Skid Row Studios is because we are just off LA's famous downtown Skid Row. Uh, Maybe the capital of the United States when it comes to the homeless. And I have said to Jeremy, I said, you know what I want to do? I want to take someone off the street, someone I do not know, someone who I've never met. And I want to bring them into the studio right off the street And I want to hear what's going on out there and what that person's story is all about. And tonight, we're doing that. Uh, We went out on the street, uh, Jeremy and I, and it was really on a whim. Uh, We weren't even planning to do a show tonight, but uh, Jeremy had the studio available. And uh, we ran into a gentleman who was sitting across from me, and I'm going to introduce you to him right now, Keith Kelly Jennings II. Hello, sir. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. I am thrilled to have you. I'm thrilled to be here. Now, let me describe you to those who don't have video access. Um, You've got a beard. How long has it been since you shaved? would you say?
1: Uh, About nine months.
0: And is that because it's just expensive? (coughs) You okay?
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: Okay. Is it because it's just hard to get a razor or? No. Actually, it's because I live outside and I like to be warm. Okay, now I would have never even thought of that. Okay, so it's really for a, for uh, taking care of yourself. Yes, sir. Okay, now this is going to sound maybe a little crazy, but this is called It's a Fair Question. Being that you're outside a lot, does your beard catch bugs or anything that you wouldn't want in it? Not as
1: long as I bathe regularly.
0: Okay, so you keep it clean because of that. I mean, anyone outside would have to deal with that. Yes. Are there any other things you do body-wise to protect yourself, like a beard that I would never even think or anyone listening would think you, one living on the street, may have to do?
1: I always carry a f- complete first aid kit. And what's involved in a complete... What What is in that? Uh, antibiotics, aspirins, Motrin, bandages sutures.
0: Do you give yourself stitches? Have you had to? Not yet. Not yet. Where did you get being homeless? Where did you get those things? How were you able to acquire them? I asked for them. From people on the street or Uh, a store? I go to hospitals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, just to um, confirm what I just said, uh, you and I have not met before. Is that correct? Not until about Five, ten minutes ago. Right. And we met just on what what street was that? Grand or Seventh? Seventh. Seventh. And yes. where were you? You came up to us. And I was also with my brother, Michael, who's in town from Chicago. And so it was Jeremy, Michael, and I were walking down the street. And you asked me money for a beer. True. And then you walked by. And I said, Jeremy, this gentleman might be someone who could we could talk to, you know, because there was some, just an energy I you know, that was interesting to me. Now, why are you asking me for money for a beer at this time at night? Have you had dinner? Not yet. So why a beer? Do you have a drinking issue? Yes. You do? Okay, yes. Would you say you're an alcoholic? Yes. Now, do you believe that you're an alcoholic because you're homeless? In other words, being on the street and the hardness of it and the only way to cope was to drink? Or do you believe that perhaps you your alcoholism led to you being homeless? Or both? It's genetic. It's genetic. I believe. How long have you had an issue with drinking? I started drinking when I was
1: 28,
0: so that would be 32 years. So 28 and 32. It's 60. You're 60 years old. Yes. Okay. And have you ever been to an AA meeting? Yes. Okay. Have you had some sobriety in your life? Yes. So uh, what's going on now that you've fallen off the wagon? (coughs)
1: Uh, this is basically my last hurrah. And what do you mean by that? I'm getting ready to apply for a small business loan and okay. a Pell Grant. Okay. To go back to college. And in three years, I will pass the bar in the state of California on my first try.
0: Okay. Now, with all due respect, it sounds a little crazy, Right. I mean, I met you on the street. You're I asking, am a little crazy. <laughs> you asked me money for a beer, and you're telling me in three years you're going to be a law school graduate? Is that what you're saying? I'm going to be a lawyer. You're going to be a lawyer. Yes. Okay. There's a difference. There is a difference. You're correct. Yeah. Have you been to undergraduate school? Yes. Where did you attend? Cuyamaca uh, College in San Diego County. Okay. And how long have you been, would you say, homeless? And what do you describe... Eight and a would, half years. Eight and a half years. What, what does homeless mean to you? How do you describe... Are you literally living anywhere you can sleep on a sidewalk? Yes. And how come it's been so long, eight and a half years? It seems like a long time.
1: Um, my mother died... A little over 12 years ago. And I didn't know... How it was going to affect me. But I just went crazy from losing her. Because I took care of her for 14 years. How did she... What happened? Uh, she had COPD and she passed away. It's a breathing issue, right? Yes. And from smoking cigarettes.
0: Okay. Now, before the show, you lit up. Are you... That doesn't stop you? or I mean, it didn't, obviously. Are you thinking you need to stop yourself?
1: Uh, if I don't stop... I'm going to die way before I'm supposed to.
0: Mm -hmm. So let's go back twelve years ago. Um, Your mother passes away, and were you in a relationship? Did you have a wife or a, a man? You know, whatever you you date. Were you in a relationship of love? I had a girlfriend. And were you living with your mom and taking care of her? Oh yes. And when you say you went crazy, what does that mean? What does that look like?
1: It wasn't pretty. I got involved with the wrong people, Uh, drugs, alcohol, gambling, self-destructive. That's the best way I can describe it. I was trying to self-destruct. What drugs? Uh, Methamphetamine, marijuana, uh, mushrooms, LSD, mescaline, peyote.
0: What's mescaline? I, I can't remember.
1: It's uh, derived from a cactus in Mexico. Okay. Yeah.
0: Ever shooting up?
1: No. Oh, no. I'm definitely afraid of needles.
0: Okay. Well, a lot of people are and they end up shooting up.
1: Yes. A lot of my friends from high school are no longer with
0: us. So when you say you got involved with the wrong people, can let's be more specific. What was going on?
1: They were stealing from me.
0: What were they stealing? Money. Because, from your inheritance? Yes. So, did you have a job and a career? Did I? Yeah. Yes. What was that?
1: Uh, paralegal.
0: Okay. You hesitated. Is it because you just had like a brain fart? You kind of forgot for a second? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, you've had an interest in the law forever? Yes. It sounds like. Yes. At least I have. back then. So, when you, um, when you had this breakdown 12 years ago, were you getting help through therapy or any other? No. How come?
1: I guess it was uh, my father's influence.
0: Is your father alive?
1: No. No, he died before my mother. I was taking care of both of
0: them. Oh, okay. And what's the um, w- what was your father's influence? How did that affect your lack of wanting to get
1: A grown guilt? man stands on his own two feet.
0: That's what he told you?
1: That's what he showed me.
0: So what does that mean? You don't get help?
1: Not if you don't really need it. You don't get welfare. You don't get general relief. You don't get food stamps. You go out and you try to work. But I was so blown away by my mother's death that that all went out the window.
0: What was it about her death that was so um, rattling? Because people lose parents, and I know it's hard. And I, I thank God my parents are alive, and I dread the day. I dread it. Keith, but what was that connection that would drive you to that point? Up until that time,
1: I didn't really have a concept of how much I loved her. You don't know what you've got till it's gone.
0: And you're still grieving. Oh, yeah. Until the day I die. What about getting some help now with the grief? Oh, no.
1: I've solved the grief problem. About a month ago, the computer rebooted. I'm talking about my brain.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I realized I am not honoring my mother's memory
0: by being a screw-up. you think you're a screw-up? I have been. And what do you mean by that? What What is being a screw-up to you?
1: Uh, not going out and getting a job, not going back to college, uh, not being all I can be.
0: Mm-hmm. Did you have, did you have a, a, what you'd call a successful career prior to your mom's passing?
1: Oh yes. I'm
0: already an accountant. Are you a CPA?
1: No, no, I'm a certified accountant, but not a certified public accountant.
0: Okay. So like, when was the last time you had a paying job? Eight years ago. And you do take food stamps now? Yes. some kind of help? Yes. How much do you get a a week for that?
1: Uh, uh, How about, (laughs) let's go with a month, $189.
0: And is that enough to feed you? Yes. Now, I want to go back to something we talked about just a few minutes ago. Okay. And first of all, I want to thank you again. It's very brave to come on here. We just met. Brave? I think it is. This isn't brave. Well, I think it is. And I appreciate it. Okay. And I think You're that welcome. I believe there's a lot of misunderstanding. You know, um, we drive people who have the, the, the good fortune of a car, or even if you're in a bus, and, you know, we see people living on the street and we don't know their story.
1: Judge not lest thee be judged.
0: What is what are some of the big misconceptions about living on the street? And it, like one I hear often is that some people want to live on the street. Is that true? True. It is true. Yes. And are you one of them then? No. 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 No, sir. You said that something went off in your brain and you said your words, I don't want to be a screw up. Didn't you use the word screw up? Yes. But then I'm just to be completely. I used
1: a, a polite word.
0: Okay. I get you. Yeah. But just to kind of call you out a little, and I don't know what a screw up is. I don't like using labels because okay. I don't think it's helpful for me. I don't like calling myself names because it, it creates bad feelings in me. Okay. You know, and what's a screw up? I, I don't know. I just know that perhaps like what you've been doing isn't working out for you. I'm not losing to working. my
1: potential.
0: Okay. Or it's just not working. Right. So you want to change. I get yes. that. But I do want to point out my first interaction with you was do you have money for a beer? Yes. So you told me that something went off in the brain that said you're you're going to stop stop self-destructing, right. correct? But then you did ask for money for a beer. Mhm. That seems self-destructive to me.
1: No, because about a month ago I started to be able to see through the alcohol. Right, but you're still drinking. But I don't get drunk anymore. Okay, that's the difference.
0: Now I like you, and this is called it's a fair question, where no question is you know we ask everything here. It's that's we, it's fine. me. That's fine. But it does sound like denial. That's to a me. river
1: in uh, Egypt, <laughs> I believe.
0: Right. When's the last time you went to an AA meeting? I mean, are you getting help in that way? No. 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 You're gonna do it yourself. Yes. Well, you know the you know, do you believe in that definition of insanity, or is that just so annoying for me to even bring up? Oh no, the definition
1: <laughs> of insanity is you keep doing the same thing over and over again and think it's gonna work the next time.
0: Right. Are you drunk right now? No. Okay. Because I'm gonna tell you like people listening are gonna say this is what they're gonna say. And I know you do know, we don't care really what people think or say, but I, I have to ask. Yes. They're saying Keith told says he's No longer going to drink. He's been drinking since his 20s. Something clicked in his brain. He's going to change his life. But he's still drinking, even though he says he's not going to get drunk. That's still, if I'm an alcoholic, I'm not. But if I were, I can't take one drink. So if you're an alcoholic, then how can you take even one drink? Fair question?
1: Perseverance. (laughs) Really? You ask a question. Are you willing to
0: give up drinking? No. Why not? I like beer. But don't you And wine. I, because I believe addiction is a disease. Like yes. cancer or oh, anything yes, else. Yes,
1: yes. And I, I agree.
0: You're a smart guy. I know that. And I'm not talking about because you have a college degree. You're very you're very good communicator. I mean, you can tell this one guy's a smart guy. But don't you see that continuing to drink if you're an alcoholic is just not going to work out?
1: We'll see. I'll get back to you on that in a
0: couple of years. Really? You think that you can, because you're 60, right? Yeah. I mean, how much time do you want to experiment or?
1: Another 40 years.
0: Is the beer that good?
1: Depending on the beer, yes. Really? Yes. What
0: kind of beer is your favorite?
1: I would have to say a dark German beer.
0: Really? Yeah. Because here's what I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking that you are an intelligent guy who's in a lot of pain. I think you're very sad about your mom. Yes. And that's obvious. It's not like I'm a psychic. Anyone listening could see that, and you can. And I think that you drinking and medicating is never going to work for you.
1: You could be right.
0: And, you know, they say if you want to predict the future, look at the past. And I'm not being judgmental. You and I... At the end of this thing, you're going to go off in your way and I'm going to go off in mine, right? I only wish you the best. I'm not trying to be anything but helpful or kind. But I see someone who's got a, I can see you've got a great soul that's hurting. And it's sad to me that a beer is more important than that help.
1: I think the main thing that will help is if I do get, my wife's together enough to get a small business loan, a Pell grant, which is non repayable to go to school. And if I have something to do every day, as in running a business, I won't have time to drink.
0: Right, but don't you think it would help if you stopped drinking today? No, and why not?
1: Because I don't have, I don't have the wherewithal to get off the street right now.
0: But well, isn't it isn't there a paradox? Isn't it the alcohol that's keeping you on the street? No. Why would you say no so quickly? Because if I wanted to get off the street tomorrow,
1: if I would admit to my alcoholism at any one of the missions or help places, I'd have a place to sleep that night.
0: But what are you afraid of by stopping to drink? I'm not afraid of anything. Are you sure? Because it it feels to me there's a fear. You said you couldn't survive on the street without drinking. No, I could survive on the street without drinking. Didn't you say that or did I No, you misinterpreted. I misinterpreted. I said it Okay, I'm not trying to twist your words.
1: Maybe I said it wrong.
0: Let's talk about living on the street a little and then we'll get back to this. Okay. Um, What's your day like? What, What time do you go to sleep?
1: When it gets dark.
0: Okay, it's getting dark these days here in Los Angeles. We're in February when they were, or almost February right Can now. About five, 4.45, five o'clock.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll read for a little while. What do you read? Uh,
0: novels. Where do you get them? People give them to me. Just off the street? Yes. So you, where do you uh, usually do this, downtown? Uh,
1: well, uh, San Pedro Street, Boulevard Avenue. Is
0: that Skid Row? It. Yes. Why? What is it about? And and this is going to again may sound crazy. That's all right. God forbid I'm homeless. Because now I say God forbid. Is it a God forbid or is it not? You live there. Tell me. No. It's not God forbid. No. And if he that. wakes me up every morning, I'm <laughs> thankful. Okay. Do you feel sorry for yourself? Excuse me. Do you feel sorry for yourself that you're living? No. No. Is that because? <laughs> And Because some people would. You know, when you drive through Skid Row, I feel sorry for, for you. And well, people, that's all right. But why should I not? No, you should. Oh, I should. But
1: I am not going to feel sorry for myself. Okay. Ever.
0: Do you think part of that is because you drink and you medicate, and if you actually were completely sober, you might feel sorry for yourself?
1: No. It's the way I was brought up.
0: Okay. Like
1: I said, you stand up.
0: Right, but you also shared with me that that doesn't quite work, or at least that's it, doesn't seem to work, right?
1: It's going to work better in the future. Okay. You caught me at a really weird transition in my life.
0: Okay. Is that a good thing? Yes. What would, what do you normally like? Depressed. And what does that look like for you?
1: Uh, not talking to people, not interacting with anyone. Uh, not thanking God for waking me up in the morning, Um, a lot of knots.
0: Do you think you drink because you're depressed?
1: No. I drink because I'm bored.
0: Well, you could read more if you're bored or you could... (laughs) I couldn't read any more (laughs) than I already do. But there are other things to do besides drink. Yeah. When one's bored. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you go to bed when it's dark... Well, roughly, or a little
1: later, you know, 9 or 10 o'clock.
0: And how do you find a place to sleep? Because you are living on the street. What would be a good place to sleep? How do you determine that?
1: Um, Where there is sufficient light and sufficient police presence to basically kind of guard against
0: untoward things happening. Have you seen people get attacked? Almost oh, yes. Have you been attacked? Yes. How many times? Once. What happened?
1: Uh, I was in San Diego, downtown, living at a place called St. Vincent de Paul, a homeless shelter. And, yes, I was intoxicated. and I was walking down the street, and somebody called me over across the street. I thought I recognized them. Uh, it wasn't worse than I thought it was. Uh, he hit me so hard with his left hook, broke my jaw in two places. Then his, tried to get my wallet, but it was attached on a chain. I got up, walked away. Then one of the gang members, a young woman comes up and signs me and hits me again and knocks me down. And I hear, grab his wallet. I get up. Walk away, call the police, call the ambulance, and that was the one time.
0: And that was enough, I'm sure.
1: I, I got real careful after that. Let's it, put it, that it changed way. the
0: way you chose yeah. where you and how you react, yes. and interact with people. Yes. So, um, so you're living on a is it usually like in front of a store. Is it's that in
1: front of the Weingart Cafe? The Weingart is a homeless shelter.
0: That's where you, is that? That's where that happened, or is this where you no, stay no. now? This the, is where you stay
1: the, now. I stay now in front of the Weingart. Okay, and yeah. um,
0: is there any kind of feeling of proprietorship, like this is my spot? Yes. And will people living on the street fight over spots? Yes. And how do they know that's your spot?
1: I'm there every day.
0: And if someone is sitting in that spot, do you tell them to move? No. You just move on? No, I talk to them. Okay, but do they respect that as your home? Yes. And do you consider that your home? Yes. How do you deal with uh, like rats, uh, you know, things like that? Rats
1: don't mess with people.
0: So you're not worried about that? No. So you're sleeping. Um, what do you do for if you need to go to the bathroom? Do you just find a place to do it publicly that's not seen?
1: No. Uh, the Midnight Mission... Their bathrooms are open almost 24 hours a day. There's a place called Lamplight right down the street from where I sleep that's open all day. That's where I take a shower.
0: You shower every day? Yes.
1: Well, every day except Sunday and Monday because they don't provide showers on Sundays and Mondays.
0: Where do you get your clothes? Uh, Donations. You're wearing a Rolling Stones hat. Yes. Yes. You're wearing a Sierra star golf. You look like you just walked off the, out of the country club in that jacket. Yes. <laughs> um, what did the clothes mean to you? Do you have, I mean, even though they're, uh, you, you, they're donated, you, I still would, you look like you have a style of some sort. Am I correct? You're correct. And how would you describe it?
1: California casual.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, that's true. Okay, now this is a question I was going to ask you earlier, okay, Keith? I was going to say when I said, God forbid, and I got sidetracked. If God forbid, and you said it doesn't have to be a God forbid, but let's say for me it still is, okay? Okay. If I'm going to be a homeless guy, I'm going to Santa Monica. I'm going to the beach. Like, what the hell are you doing in Skid Row? Like, I mean, come on. Don't you want an ocean view? You're in California, dude. Food. Oh, there are a lot of good restaurants in Santa Monica. They'll give you leftovers. Free food. They give free food out on Third Street Promenade all the time. I see people lined up. Isn't that, in, uh, isn't that true? I've never been to St. Monica. Well, I'm inviting you. Okay. <laughs> I don't live there, but I did live there. And um, I always thought, like, if I'm, like I said, if I'm homeless, I'm living by the beach. Not during the winter. I don't know. <laughs> now, I noticed you have a cough. Yes. When's the last time you've been to a doctor? Mm. Uh, About mm,
1: four months ago. Are you okay? I have COPD. You have it too. Okay. I know where it is. Okay. It's not contagious.
0: I'm not worried about that. I'm more worried about you because your mom had it. And I saw you smoking. And my dad had it. And you smoked. Yes, I do. So let's be honest here. You're not the picture of perfect health, Keith. No, I'm not. Drinking, smoking. (laughs) Yeah and you you attribute it mostly to street life then that's no. what you said no no you're saying you could stop whenever you want no so then what are you saying
1: i'm saying i don't attribute it to being on the street cuz i drank and smoked before i could become homeless and i know i'm not supposed to smoke and i know i shouldn't drink alcohol i am genetically predisposed to alcoholism and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease.
0: Well, there is a, you know, in addiction, as I'm sure you know, how many meetings do you think you've been to for AA, for your drinking, over the course of your lifetime?
1: I'll just throw this out. Between 150 and 200.
0: Okay. And that's over a course of uh, 40 years, maybe? Oh, I'd say it's closer to a, over a course of about 20 years. See, here's the deal. They say when it comes to addiction, you cannot give someone their bottom. That's You've true. heard that, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. And usually, almost always, in order to get over an addiction or at least to get sober, let's put it that way, one must hit a bottom. Yes. Yeah. And there's also another saying that goes that you hit your bottom when you stop digging. Have you heard that one too? No. Yeah. So... I'm looking at you having just met you and you've been so honest and that is amazing and that's helpful because there's another saying that we're as sick as our secrets and there's nothing to be ashamed of anything you've shared here. But I see a guy who's I'm thinking and compassionately not in judgment what's going to be bottom? When is he going to want to commit to sobriety? When is enough when has he lost enough?
1: Well, I guess I've already hit the bottom. I'm on the rebound. But that doesn't mean I'm going to stop drinking. <laughs> I'm just not going to get drunk and irresponsible and lose everything again.
0: But, you know, the th- but here here's, here's, and I'm not trying to be difficult. That's okay. You've told me you have a genetic disposition. Yes. People who have a genetic disposition to alcohol can't drink at all? Shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. What's it like out there? So, uh, just to figure out the rest of your day. So, you go to sleep. You're, uh, you, what time do you wake up? Can you sleep through the night?
1: Four thirty, five o'clock in the morning.
0: Okay, and then what happens?
1: Uh, I read a book, smoke a cigarette, wait for people to bring me food, which they do.
0: And people, Every day. Do you mean you have regular people like yes. workers, people in suits? No. And No. Homeless people. Homeless people bring you? Yes. Because of your friends?
1: No, they don't even know me. It's because I'm such a nice guy. Are you? Yes.
0: Do you have a nickname on the street? MacGyver. Really? Yes. <laughs> and why MacGyver? Because you can build anything out of anything? Yes. Seriously? Yes. Explain to me, um, I see people sometimes living in tents. Yes. And then I see other people living in cardboard boxes. Right. What's the difference, and why would one prefer one over the other? A tent
1: is very comfortable. It's a liability when it comes to the police force. A cardboard box is a cardboard box. It's not a structure. It is against the law to erect a structure on public property without a permit.
0: So a box is not considered a structure, but a tent would be? Yes. So if one were to use a tent, they're more liable to police uh, giving them a hard time. Yes. Okay. Yet we see in true Skid Row, we see tents everywhere.
1: Uh, You couldn't get away with this in San Diego.
0: Now, looking at you and what you're wearing, I'm looking at your, uh, you know, now your nails are are dirty, but I imagine that's because you can't help it, right? I mean, you don't have access to... Typical, how do you stay sanitary? I mean, I know you use the restrooms at the mission. You use the showers. Mm -hmm. Um, That's about as best you can do, right? Right. I noticed you're wearing uh, a leather, uh, it looks like half a glove on your right hand. What is that?
1: Oh, I have arthritis in my thumb. So I put arthritis, anti-arthritis cream on my thumb joint and then I put this over it to hold it in.
0: I noticed you have some. Uh, you had stuff in your pockets. Can you show me right. what you got? What sure. you carry around with you on the street? Sure. Okay. What um, I This see. is the most important thing I carry around. What is that? And it's toilet paper. And why is that the most important thing?
1: You never know.
0: <laughs> have you had to use uh, gun number two in the street? Oh yes. In an alley? Yeah. And how do you? Make sure no one's seeing you do that. Uh, Be really sneaky. How, how is that? If God forbid I need to go number two. I mean, you just, what, find behind a car? I don't know, like, what the life is like. Behind
1: right a car, behind a dumpster. I make sure that I have a, a cardboard box so I can throw it away so it doesn't stay there.
0: So you don't just go right on the cement? No. Okay. So you have no. toilet paper. You've yeah. got um, a pen. A knife, not a plastic a, knife a lot of plastic, a lot of plastic why all the plastic silverware uh, because because
1: that's all we get at the mission well anytime anywhere it, yeah okay anytime.
0: so you're pulling out a bunch of stuff oh wow he's got all kinds of stuff in that pocket it's amazing oh. how much you can put now what what is it with there's some homeless guys who are pushing six carts down the street what is that about insanity <laughs> do what makes a homeless person think another homeless person has lost their mind? <laughs> like would that be like if one like if you saw someone with six you go, that person's lost their mind?
1: Well, yeah, but if I saw somebody with six cars in Beverly Hills, I'd think they'd lost their mind too. Hmm. Materialism is not the way to go. Yeah. That's you, an interesting... Oh, you want to see something really
0: strange? Uh because <laughs> Okay, he's holding up a horseshoe. Is that a... Uh, it's a uh, souvenir from the Rose Parade this year. Okay, and how did you end up with that?
1: Uh, a religious group.
0: Is it metal? Yes. Hit it. Let me hear it. Yeah, that is. Do you use that as a weapon?
1: No. Okay. No, a
0: weapon is a gun. Right. How do yeah. you defend yourself? Do you carry anything with you? No. You don't have a pocket knife or anything? No. We've got that plastic knife.
1: Oh yeah, that's (laughs) really scary. I know. You know the scariest weapon I've got is my mind. Yeah, and the training I received as a younger man.
0: Tell me about. uh, What do you mean by the training you received as a younger man? What What was that kind of training? Self defense. And so, what? What kind of self defense? I mean,
1: a form of. uh, Martial arts. Should I be scared right now? Uh, not me. Okay. <laughs> now, if somebody bothers you, yeah, when we were walking down you the street, would, you
0: would kick their ass.
1: Oh, no, I would kill them.
0: Okay. So you are really trained. Yes. Okay. Well, th- thank God, because you need it, right? If you're on no. the street, no. If you're on the street, though, I now, don't need it. Okay. Well, good. But it must feel good to know you can't. You have that. Yeah. Now, what's with, um, so I'm describing what he's pulled out. It's like clowns coming out of a circus car. No, I've never kidding. seen so much crap in one coat. You ought to
1: see what I can do with a full set of camouflage with 12 pockets. <laughs>
0: now, what about your pants pockets? Are there anything in that?
1: Yeah, my billfold.
0: Your billfold. Yeah. Okay. Home. When's the last time, I'm curious, do you file taxes? No. <laughs> When's the last time you filed a tax return? Uh, who was pre- president? Does, Reagan. Uh, does uh, I don't remember count. <laughs> do you get mail? Yeah. Okay, and where do you get mail delivered?
1: Uh, the Midnight Mission.
0: Some people. There are some people who think, "Oh my God, it would be so amazing!" You know, like this is correct I don't think this way, but someone I could I could see someone thinking, "How great! Don't have to pay taxes." Do you? Do you? Uh, what? How many bills do you have a month? Excuse me? What, are you, what is your budget like? I mean, do you have any bills that you have to pay in a week, in a month? Like, you don't have to pay rent, right?
1: I don't pay utilities. <laughs> I don't no have utilities. a mortgage. No I mortgage. don't have a car payment. I don't pay insurance. No, I don't have any bills. So there's
0: something freeing in that, in a way, isn't there?
1: Yes, and that's why a lot of people would drive by with their 60000 or $80,000 SUV. Give us the finger, and they're jealous of us. You really believe that? I know it. And why do you know it? Because I've been told it before. From them? From one honest man, yes.
0: And he said, I'm jealous of you because?
1: Yes. Because he had three kids, two ex-wives, alimony, bills, working six days a week, 12 hours a day. Just to you know, stay even. He's all, "You got it easy." I said, "Well, I'm the son of California. How hard
0: could it be?" Do you have children? No, you none ever... that I know of. <laughs> Were you ever married? Yes, really? twice. Really? What happened? They chose uh, drugs over me. What's the sex life like out there on the street? What's that? Really, there's no sex? Well, yeah, there's a lot of it. But, but I mean I, I
1: am not gonna I could never I couldn't even own a cat or a bird or a dog. If I can't I barely take care of myself, what am I gonna do with a woman?
0: Well having a relationship with a woman's different than having sex. I mean Well, I have women, friends. So you're still having sex. You're just not in a relationship? No, I'm not having sex. You're not. No. Is, is that because you feel like it, it just there's no place to do it because you wouldn't do it in public or no. what's the reason? No, that? that's not it.
1: If I have a sexual relationship with a woman, I have a much deeper relationship than that.
0: So it's it's your own boundary. You won't just sleep with a woman. Correct. There needs to be a connection.
1: Correct. Okay. And they have to have a brain. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's a lot of cute chicks on Skid Row, but I can't afford the medication.
0: (laughs) Are you on medication? Do you take anything? No. Do you think that it would be helpful? No. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on over there? Are you tying your shoes? No,
1: I'm picking stuff up off the floor. More stuff out of my pocket.
0: You you know, it might be time to do a little spring cleaning on your coat. You know what? It might
1: be time (laughs) to do a lot of things.
0: What's in the bag, too? You've got a bag oh, there.
1: Uh, this is very important, Water, folks. Uh, anybody listening to this that wants to help out the homeless, buy cases of water and come down and pass it out. It doesn't have to be food. It doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be cigarettes. But water is the most important thing on the street. Good water, not tap water.
0: Now, tell me a little bit about the characters you've met out there on the street. Um, any people who've, you've been shocked at what they've done in, before they ended up on Skid Row? You know, accomplishments, that kind of thing?
1: Well, I met a rocket scientist. What do you mean by that? He Literally? He worked for NASA, helped develop the space shuttle in the 1950s. And in case you guys didn't know, it was already on the drawing board in 1954. Same year I
0: was born. But how do you know? Like, you know, I always think like people on the street can say anything. You know, there are a lot of crazy people just in the world in general. Oh, really? You think so? <laughs> I'd be sarcastic or... <laughs> I think I'm talking to one right now. I might be. But in a good way. Well, I, <laughs> well, thank you. Wait, before you put everything away... Oh, okay. Um, okay, so there's mostly, uh, there's toilet paper. Yep. And then there's uh, chapstick yep. because of the sun, right? Yep. What's the red wrapper?
1: Condom Ah The guy who never it, it, has sex no, he's only No it's called Wishful thinking <laughs> I know
0: But you come off As some guy Who is only about the brains And then what do I see A condom That has the word love On it What's the expiration date On that condom
1: <laughs> uh, well, Let's see I've only had it Since 1972 So I'm not-
0: <laughs> That's great Okay you got the comb That's probably for the beard Too I'd imagine yep. Correct And you got a, a golf pencil What's with the dice Why do you need a, a die I would think on the street the last thing I would need is uh, one dice or I don't know a die just to play do you gamble?
1: Yes not Uh, with dice
0: Now I want to talk to you about uh, what you've seen on the street you know for eight and a half years that's a long time to be living Mm -hmm. out there tell me about the crime you've seen
1: Uh, This is something about this is rather disturbing but I'll tell you about it anyway Uh, I was on what we call the bottoms, which is our San Diego skid row, and I was 18 feet away, and yes, I measured it, from a man that got a woman so drunk she passed out, and then he tried to have oral sex with her. That's the worst thing I've seen, and... I helped convict him on five counts and put him away for seven and a half years. And I'm proud of it. Yeah. Now, if I saw you shoplifting something, I wouldn't go run up and tell the manager. That's, you know, that's minor.
0: Right. What's going on with that bag? I'm hearing a lot of crinkling. Oh, okay. Is that a beer can?
1: Yeah. I recycle. (laughs) <laughs> that's we had, no, that's what it wasn't we had the point money. of.
0: No, I know. I'm not laughing. I, I'm not laughing that you recycle. It's just we've been talking about drinking beer and like well, that I, part doesn't even. I didn't sense. drink that one. Oh really? No. Okay. No. Um, so you're putting away everything. What's with the leather uh, whip or belt or whatever that is? Is that a belt? Yeah.
1: And what you, is? It's a broken belt.
0: Why do you have that?
1: Uh, I do arts and crafts stuff.
0: Okay. You've got tooth uh, toothpaste. Is there a toothbrush in there too?
1: No, I don't have any teeth.
0: Now, let's talk about that. When did you lose all your teeth? Oh,
1: after my father passed away, before my mother passed away, I went to the dentist and he suggested that he pull some of my teeth and provide me with uh, dentures and a partial plate. And I told him, I said, well, what's going to happen five or six years down the road? He said, oh, we'll pull the rest of them. I said, why don't we just get it over with? Now, is it from doing meth? Yes. When you do methamphetamine, you stop caring about taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. All you care about is the drug. And that's basically what happened. And also, if you do enough of it... (laughs) And when you snort it, it also goes into your sinus area, and it goes down into your teeth, and it does literally eat the bone away.
0: Describe the high of doing meth.
1: I believe I can fly.
0: How much do you think you've spent on drugs?
1: Uh, Why don't you ask me how much you think I made on drugs?
0: You sell drugs? I did. Really? Okay. Well, how much did you make selling drugs? For
1: over 30 years.
0: 30 years? Yeah. How much did you make? Mm,
1: a good year, quarter million dollars. Selling what?
0: Methamphetamine, hallucinogens, and marijuana. Don't they say you shouldn't do your own stuff? Hmm? Don't they always say in the drug world, don't do your own stuff? Oh, no. My, ther- my
1: credo, my thing that I lived by... If I didn't do it, I wouldn't sell it. I never sold heroin. I never sold cocaine. I have tried heroin. I snorted it one time. I smoked it one time. It didn't do anything for me.
0: What did you want to be when you were a little boy?
1: A heart surgeon.
0: Heart surgeon? Yeah. And what happened? Why didn't you become a heart surgeon?
1: Uh, When I hit puberty... I couldn't stand the sight of blood. So I knew that wasn't going to work
0: out. If you're, I take, Keith, I look at you. I've got 10-year-old Keith in the room. And he's sitting over there. Okay. And I say, 10-year-old Keith, let's look ahead 60 years or 50. if 50 years. If he's your 10. And this is what your life's going to look like. What, What is 10-year-old thinking or what are you thinking when you see that little boy?
1: You want to know what the 10-year-old Keith is yeah. thinking? Yeah. He'd laugh his ass off. Because? He wouldn't believe it. In, in a funny way or? No. In a ridiculous way. Like, yeah, right.
0: Like, I don't believe that.
1: Nah. No. No, 10-year-old Keith wouldn't believe it.
0: What about 60-year-old Keith? Can you believe it? I live it. Doesn't mean you have to believe it. Oh, I
1: believe that this is really happening. I don't think this is a dream. Or maybe the dream's a reality and the reality is really a dream. I don't know.
0: Like when you've, you've lost all your teeth, are you sad about that? No. You're not? No. Did you
1: even realize that I had no teeth? Do I articulate my words
0: well? I think you're, extre- you're more articulate than people with extra teeth, I would imagine. <laughs> but still, that doesn't, for me, mean there wouldn't be perhaps some sadness. Oh, no, there's no sadness.
1: And yes, I'm going to get false teeth eventually. Because if I'm going to be a host... In my own restaurant, I have to be able to smile freely.
0: But I thought you said you wanted to be a lawyer. Oh, uh, that too. So you want to own a restaurant and be a lawyer? Yes. Okay, and and what's your plan for the restaurant?
1: Uh, Application for a small business loan. Okay. And I have a partner lined up. Who is that? That would be Larry, who also lives downtown. Okay. But he lives in a program. What does that mean? He lives in the Weingart. It's a non, what's a quote unquote, nonprofit profit uh, residential facility for different people, veterans, uh, drug abusers, uh, people that need uh, uh, hazard management. In other words, they had some self destructive things that they shouldn't do, but if you don't overdo it, they let you slide. And it's all different forms.
0: Keith, I want to ask you something. Sure. Is the world a good place? Do you think people are good in
1: general? Yes. If we published all the good dudes every day, we wouldn't have any trees left. If we published all
0: the good what? Deeds? Good dudes. The good, good deeds? The-, the good dudes? Good feelings. Good feelings. Yeah. Good news. Okay. Yeah. And tell me about that because here's, here's where I'm coming from, okay? Mm-hmm. And help me if I'm wrong or if you see it differently. How about that? Okay. I get sad. I'm sad right now When as I talk to you, like I could actually cry. Uh, don't I f- be. But I am. I just can't help it. Okay. You know, I feel sad because I feel you've been neglected. I feel that Society's not taking care of you. I feel that as a human being, you have certain dignities that you need more help that you're getting. That makes me sad. I'm sorry. Does it make you sad? No.
1: (laughs) Okay. I've learned to live with the way people treat each other a long time ago. Or as I like to say, it's not in the Bible, but... I cursed God because I had no shoes. And then I met a man that had no feet. Do you know how much better
0: off I am than three quarters of the world's population? Well, you are 100% right. I agree on that. But here's the one thing that I'm not sure about. Okay. You said, I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like, I'm, uh, it, it lost me. The idea that you said, oh, you said that you a while ago have come to terms with People are with the world, how to live with the, accept the world as it is. Yes. But over the course of this hour, though, you've shared with me a lifelong addiction since your 20s, drinking. You've taken amphetamines. You've taken uh, uh, meth to the point where you've lost your teeth. Yes. So to me, that doesn't seem like coping. That seems like a medicating to the world. But am I wrong? No,
1: but remember, mammals have a natural predilection to change their mindset. Okay. Even deers and bears leave certain patches of berries alone until the end of the season Mm -hmm. when they produce alcohol, then they go have a party.
0: So you're saying, so drinking is just in all animals? Yeah, mammals. Mammals, okay. Um... Where do we see you ten years from now? I'm walking down the same street.
1: You won't Am I see seeing me. You there. You won't see me
0: now. Is it because you're going to be dead? No. It Come be- to Seattle. Come to my restaurant. Okay, I believe me. I would love that.
1: Make sure I get a business card before I leave here.
0: <laughs> well, I'm. I. Uh, I like that. You know. I, I. I get that you have got plans, and that's really cool. And I just hope that. That um, you take care of yourself to see those plans through. Thank you. Yeah.
1: It's but, nice to hear somebody care about me.
0: Well, I do care about you. I know. And I think there are a lot you of people... You care about everybody. Well, I try to as best, you know. Well, guess It's hard, what? but I really try. Be
1: really careful.
0: And tell me what you mean by that.
1: You could get disappointed really easily.
0: By caring? Yeah. But isn't it better to be vulnerable... To yes. get disappointed than to not be at all? Yes. Have you been disappointed a lot?
1: Oh, yes.
0: What would be the biggest one? What are the demons besides? I know you lost your mom, but there's, are there My more? My two
1: ex-wives. Because I was brought up to believe that when you got married, that was
0: it. How long were you married on both... both uh, Seven years apiece. When we look at your childhood, and we're going to have to, going to wrap up pretty quickly, okay. but I, I am very curious. You know, addiction does run in families. It's well known. It doesn't mean it has to have come from a previous generation, but it's quite common. Tell me about your family. Were your parents uh, addicts?
1: My father was allergic to alcohol.
0: He was an alcoholic? No. Okay. So he wouldn't drink. He did not drink.
1: Did not drink.
0: Was he an addict in any other way? Cigarettes. What about your mom? Alcoholic. Did you guys drink together? No. Did that contribute to her death, the alcoholism, do you think? No. 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 The were, smoking. Were you abused as a kid? Never. Never physically, ever. emotionally? Nope. So basically what you're presenting, I mean, not that I'm some psychologist or an expert on addiction. Oh, you're not Dr. Phil?
1: (laughs) You kind of look like
0: him. Not quite. I don't have the mustache. I'm half his size and half his weight. Or I do have a little bit of growth going on. That's right. But nothing can compete with yours. Um, No, I I mean, it sounds like what you're describing is, is someone who got caught up in addiction. True. But also someone who's not quite ready to give it up.
1: Oh, I don't do methamphetamine anymore.
0: Well, I know, but you're drinking. I know. I'm also smoking. And smoking. Yes. Uh, You know, it's like, I don't want to make you feel bad about it. I'm trying to put you down. But I just see that that could be a problem. Yes, it could. And until you're, but you said you're not really willing to give it up either. Not yet. Right. And when is that time coming? Do you have a date? Or an event? No,
1: no, no! An event, yes.
0: What is that event?
1: After I complete the uh, business plan and present it to the Small Business Loan Administration, it's time to call quit.
0: Turkey. Yep. And and any in here was I'm hearing, and again, this is coming out of caring. I'm hearing, perhaps you're fooling yourself because. You're going to keep drinking when that time comes and perhaps say, well, now I'm going to stop drinking when the restaurant's open. No. And then I'm going to stop drinking once we've hit our first year anniversary at the restaurant. No. How do you know that's not going to happen?
1: Uh, Because I already have a
0: plan. Have you ever planned on quitting drinking in the past and it didn't happen? No. Okay.
1: But I have a plan and it's real simple. Okay. My partner is a baker chef. Okay. Professionally trained. In the prison system of
0: California. I'm sure that food must be amazing.
1: <laughs> oh, he is amazing.
0: <laughs> that prison... F- <laughs> I'm just kidding Anyway. Around. Yeah, so he's, he's yes, a professionally trained chef. Uh,
1: yeah, he, he's going to be the chef. Okay. I'm going to be the host.
0: Okay. But you know what? We, I don't... I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. But we are so close. To, we really need to wrap it up. Okay, wrap. I could talk to you for another, you know, all night. But I... What would be something you would like people to be very clear about when it comes to the homeless and what it's like there. What is the biggest misconception and clear it up for me real quickly.
1: All I would ask is that people do not look down on the homeless because there, but for the grace of God, go you.
0: Okay. Well, thank you. I, you know, I cannot thank you enough. Um, I've learned so much and, and I know there's a wealth of that we haven't even hit. Of, of information and in in life experience. And uh, I want to thank you, you know, for being uh, being here tonight and helping me. Thank you for
1: giving me an opportunity oh, I, to speak for the homeless.
0: Well, you know what? I think, you know, as much as you may see you're speaking for the homeless, I think you're speaking for you. You as a human being, and well, not as a homeless know. person necessarily, but as your who you are in your life experience. I have
1: a shirt that says, I
0: am human. You are. And I am human too, and that's what makes us brothers, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you so much, and You're I welcome. really am grateful that you entered my life, and uh, all of those of you listening, your, your life as well. Uh, thanks again. I want to thank Keith here, and I want to thank all of you for being a part of Vic Cohen's, I almost forgot, Keith. Vic Cohen's It's a Fair Question. I'm Vic Cohen, and It's a Fair Question. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen and it's a fair question. It's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair question. I'm Vic Cohen and it's a fair it's a fair, it's a fair, it's a fair quest quest question.